Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Kunkasis, IFL TV, MTK Global, joined by the White Rhino, Dave Allen. Dave, how are you? Very well, thank you, mate. How are you? All good, mate. All good. Um, yeah, let's just jump straight into it. Uh, shocking. I say shocking. I think it's just the way the fight was pl- playing out. And well, then- that was it. I mean, he could have told me before the outcome might have been a bit like, well... You know, it's not not an impossibility by any means, but after the after the fourth round, especially, I mean, even after the first, I, I'm watching it and I'm thinking, definitely after two rounds, I'm thinking Povetkin's an old man. To be honest, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking he can't pull the trigger; his legs look shot to bits. Uh, and after the fourth round, do you think Dylan White is boxing out? He's just boxing. Well, I want to have his skin, but he was just controlling it. It was it was easy. You know, he's got that bit of quality. He's got a great left hand. He um, got a great jab. He catches the left hook and he throws the left hook off, off when he catches it. I'd be breaking down twice and I thought it was just fight over, to be honest. I missed the knockout punch because I just, I was only half watching it because I just thought it was all over. Uh, that round or the one after in Dillian's favour and then he just showed his quality. He's always been a great fighter. You know, Olympic gold medalist, world champion and, uh, it just came out of nowhere. Like I would even, like I say, I wasn't even watching it to be honest. I was only half watching it because I thought the fight was all over. Yeah, I mean, in terms of say a turnaround, he provoking previously, like you just said, they've dropped twice in round four, and we were kind of expecting Dillian White to to finish him off in round five. I think the majority of people watching that would have expected that to be in the outcome, but. Yeah, be- before the fight, you know, everyone going into it, I fancied White to win. I thought he was a younger man, fresher man. But I wouldn't have said Povetkin was shot. And after four rounds, I'm thinking, everyone's going to say Povetkin's shot and he's finished. You know, but I thought Dillian White boxed 
when I say as good as I've seen him, I'm not sure as good as I've seen him, but he was beating Povetkin better than anyone else ever has. It was one-sided. It was it was really one-sided. And um, like I say, the le his, his left hand is just, just really high quality, you know. His jab's good. I love the way he catches the, the, the right hand and he throws the left hook off it. It's, it's really high quality stuff. And um, everyone's been talking about it. I've just said to him, I said, yeah, mate, I don't know. Well, the shot from Perekin right out of the top draw, unbelievable. Just the jab, the way he just dips and he just throws left uppercut. You know, I expect the left uppercut, you expect the left touch to the body. I think I think Danny was expecting the left touch to the body because that's all Perekin was throwing when he dipped down. And then bang, just he just brings it up the middle and real high quality stuff. I uh, what can you say? I've seen stuff with Dillian today. He said it is it is fair play. Got got beat by a real world class man. You know, rolling back the years with, with an unbelievable shot. What what can you say? Yeah, I think uh, he didn't say too much after the fight last night. I don't think he really even said anything apart from uh, a couple of words about getting the rematch. But yeah, he did an interview with Sky today and. You know, you can't really, you know, he's basically got caught. Bring on the rematch. You know, he's taken it as well as I suppose someone could in that situation. Yeah, that, that's a knockout of the year for sure. Like, it's, it'd knock anybody out, knock an horse out, to be honest. It was just a perfect shot. And I think probably, I think he probably thought, like everyone else, that the fight was won, you know. Just a wearing down process, I thought, over the next couple of rounds and perfecting a bit out of that. And it would be a totally different fight, you know, if that was the case. You know, we'd all be sat here now, waiting, waiting for him to watch the Fury Wilder winner with anticipation. And anticipation that he could beat either of them on the going off the first four rounds. I thought he looked really well. But um is what it is, the rematch will happen. You know, I think Dillian would be a big favourite even coming off the defeat, he'll be a big favourite going off going off what we saw. But um it was exciting, the way of boxing, isn't it? You know, it's exciting stuff. Not too dissimilar from the Price fight, where Price nearly had him out and then got got knocked out in the Povetkin's round. Um, just is um, unbelievable. He's been around for so long. He's 40 years old. And he only weighs 16 stone. He's 6 foot 1 and 16 stone. But he's just highly skilled. He's, he's experienced around the block. He, uh, he's a seriously good fighter, you know? It was, um, you can look at it in numerous different ways. I think both of them grew out of it with critics. I thought Dylan White was beating him comprehensively, really, really beating him up, to be honest. Um, and then, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say he switched off. I'd just say Pavetkin just had, just one second of genius is all it takes out when you can punch like that. And that was it. So, I don't know, the rematch will happen. And I, and I, would, I would fancy Dylan White to stop him. But, um, Again, it only takes one second, as we saw last night. So it'd be uh, be interesting. It makes it it makes it a, a massive fight. I don't know if ironic's the the right word, but the fact that he's waited there, much publicised, thousand days over a thousand days, he's taking these fights when he didn't really have to. All these fights he's had over the last couple of years, he hasn't had to take them. He's almost chosen the opponents, Joseph Parker. Oscar Rebas now Povetkin and there was there was always the worry that with him so close to that world title shot that it could have been one dangerous fight too many and that 
might have seen the case last night. Well, you know, these fighting Parker Rivas, especially Parker and Povetkin, you know, they're like, they're like world title fighters, aren't they? You know, they've been on pay-per-view. You know, they've had the big build-up. They're massive fights, you know. Apart from actually having the world title on the line, these are world, the world title fights, aren't they? You know? So, um, if you had a world title fight, you know, every every fight for everyone, whether it's a four-rounder, whether it's a 12-rounder, even when I, when I box, you send me a Nebo. That's a world title fight for me, you know? Every fight is a world title fight. From your first fight as a pro against the fella from who wears security at Aldi, who's lost 60 fights, whether you're boxing him or whether you're boxing Lucas Brown or whoever else, David Price, they're all world title fights, but you've got to win them all. And if you don't, your career, your career you know, your money goes down, you, everything goes with it. So, um, I, I believe he'll beat Povetkin and I believe he'll get his world title shot eventually. And, and coming with the loss last night, we'll probably get him world title shot quicker than if he'd have won. Well, probably not actually, because he would have been the mandatory. But you know what I'm saying, you know. He's, uh, he's probably more likely to get one of them big names in the ring than he was before last night, now. I mean, it's turned a, a big fight, which it was last night, into a huge rematch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always the way, wasn't it? It's like, uh, I remember Frox Groves, the original fight wasn't meant mm. to be as big as it was, but circumstances, what happened in that fight led into the rematch, one of the biggest fights ever in British boxing history. And I'm not saying this is going to be one of the biggest fights ever in whatever, but the it's definitely one of the most sought-after fights now to see that rematch between White and, and Povetkin. Well, I think Joshua Pule, Evan White, Povetkin makes one hell of a, uh, a card in December. Sick on the same card? I, I believe so, yeah. I doubt. I believe so, yeah. I think it's going to be a monster card. Yeah, I think why not? I think that's the, that's the card to make, especially with the way this year is going. You know, I'm not sure we're going to get full crowds in at some point in 2020. And if both of them fire starts up in 2020, stick them on the same card. You know, take my 1995 for that as well. Very happily. Yeah, I'm sure everyone will take that, but I don't think that's going to be the case. But yeah, I like your way of thinking. That should be. I'd love to see it, yeah. I'd love to see it. And, stick and, you uh, up God. Well, you know, you gotta, you got to be hopeful, aren't you, in these times? <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking? I was thinking as well yesterday that um, he's only lost, when you really look at it, he's lost to like Klitschko and Joshua. That's it in his career. Fought just about everyone. But that's his only two defeats in like 15 years as a professional have been to Joshua and Klitschko. Yeah, and you look at him, he's, uh, he's 40 years old. You know what I mean? He's, um, he's been some fighter, hasn't he? You know, he was beating Joshua to halfway. He was beating him the first time, yeah. giving him giving him a lot of trouble. Um, I saw I saw Dillian's interview with Sky earlier, and then from me actually watching the fight, he's lost the fight. He, he's lost his the chance of getting the shot next. But for me, I thought he was winning the fight comfortably. He's not been softened up. He's not took too much damage, and people want to see the fight him and Povetkin again. So really, I don't think he's massively. Massively got got uh, apart from get apart from getting knocked out. Obviously, I don't really think he's lost too much. Loss. I think it was. I I would argue it's a career best performance. But it did really well because Povetkin, for me, he's, he's still a top five man, four years old or not. He's he's like you say, he's only lost the two the two of the best ways the last twenty years. Well, we shall wait and see. Um, I suppose we're coming towards the end of August now, so. 
possibly something will happen back end of November, start of December. December time. Joshua Pulev card. Get him on. Get Fury Wilder on as well. Go on. Stick it all on the same card. 24 95. 24. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a date? No, I've not got a date. I'm just waiting patiently. I watched Alan Babbage last night and um, I think he's really entertaining. I like him. He's good, isn't he? Good, good to watch. But he won't beat me in a month of Sundays. He, wouldn't be, he would never beat me in a million years. Couldn't beat me. So if Eddie wants to make that fight, do you know what I mean? That's uh, I'm open to it. I'm really, I'd be really, really happy to take it. As long as long as everyone after the fight, after after I show that is a is a crew cruiserweight, and I'd probably stop him in a round or two. As long as everyone gives me the credit and says that, he, and everyone sticks to the same, he'd smash it through me and stop me and knock me out, even though fighters ten million times better than him haven't. Then that's completely fine. I'm happy to take it. Eddie, get your money out. Make me an interesting offer, and then, uh, I think it's really easy work. To, I think it's easy money, to be honest. I think it's. You know, saying, I've got nothing against him. I think he's a cruiserweight, <coughs> and I think he's a cruiserweight. It was made for me, so I, I'll I'll happily uh, play uh, rock and soccer robots with him very happily. Yeah. Now you've now you've even said this. I could so see this coming off now. You know, I, I genuinely, I think, I think he's good. I think he's good. I think he's a cruiserweight. He weighed fourteen nine. I lay in now, seventeen twelve. And Ortiz, White, Yoko, none of them put me over. So I don't see how a fourteen stone eight crew swing is going. He won't even lay a glove on me. To be honest, people, so I'm, I'm easy to hit. I'm not easy to hit. How easy to hit? All these top men have been knocking me spark out. They never have. So. You know, I just think it's easy. I just think it's, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and say it's easy, but if I didn't stop him inside three or four rounds, I'd be really disappointed. Well, now you're just talking about it, like I said, I can see there being some legs in this, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, like I say to Eddie, I'll happily fight him, 100%. Make the money all right. The money doesn't have to be nothing groundbreaking. Make it fair. If the winner, as long as the winner gets a big fight after, I'll, I'll box in September 26th, whatever that day is. Whatever, I'm ready to go. I'm really excited because uh, I'm really fit and uh, I've beaten no problem whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, it was just a quick reaction to last night anyway. Uh, but apart from that, you okay? Everything all right? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, the card was good. Taylor Pursuing was great again. I thought Pursuing won, to be honest. She's a beast. I wouldn't want to get in. I wouldn't want to kick it fall out of the air, like. She's a beast of a woman. Good fight, though. Taylor, Taylor did well. I, I just thought Pursuing won. Who else went on? What was the other fights? Which Congo? Congo, yeah. I, I really rate Luther Clay. I think he's a really good fighter. So Congo, Congo beat him and looked really good. Chelly Cullen. Draw. Um... I thought Shelley won, but I didn't think it was any good to fight, to be honest. I thought the fight was all right. But, um, Cullen, Shelley, draw. Probably could pick that on the same case again. Shelley Chel- Chel- won quite comfortably, I thought, to be honest. But, uh, but yeah, I actually enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. Um, I missed the Channel 5 boxing, to be honest. I missed that. But, um, 
that's it, yeah. So Babic, yeah. I'll go through Babic first. I quite like him, actually. He's really entertaining. He's a fire, like... I thought Winters would win, but it'd be too clever for him. Well, he's 13, so 12, didn't he? But, um, yeah. I smile because he's, he's not... People... I was just reading stuff like... Alan Babbage should not be hanging around. And I thought, I'm like this. I thought, what? How's he going to do that? <laughs> and I'll, I'll put the same face you're pulling now. Went, what? And it hurt me pride a little bit. So if that shows up in September 26, get ready to ring me. I just, I see, it, I see it as a as a ring as a ring rust to get her off her. I don't even see it as a big fight. I just see it as an easy comeback fight for me, to be honest. And I don't even talk like that. That's not even how I talk. I would never. Oh. I'm not being. I'm not being derogatory towards him. I think he's a very good cruiserweight, but I just think. I was looking. I just think. You know what I mean? I think. Wow. All right, we shall see what happens. I quite like the fight now you mentioned it. Well, you do your thing. You oh. do your thing as always. I will, I will. Um, okay, Dave, thank you very much for your time, as always. And, uh, yeah, we'll have a catch-up in due course. Hopefully we'll see you out in action sooner rather than later. It's been a while. Very well. I told you I'm there already, September time. All right. Yeah, man. Right, thank you very much. This right. is Dave Allen, IFL TV. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.